Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is... Victory Monday, I think, for Max. What's going on, Max? Uh, I mean, when when your uh, baseball team loses to the Arizona Diamondbacks for the first time in like a decade at home, I, it's, it's not a victory lap that I want to take. Uh, uh, Mets did win two of three from uh, the, Di- the Diamondbacks and still have, I believe, the best record in baseball right now. So, yeah, a little bit of a victory lap. Uh, that's what you're talking about. Oh, no, you're talking about USFL uh, unders, right? Because, uh, <laughs> because those two unders, uh, you know, after that first game where a couple of guys were, were touting the fucking mighty offense of the USFL, <laughs> I think we saw what it's going to be like for the next few weeks. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I, that's not what I'm not saying. Phil and Kyle are wrong. I'm saying they're wrong right now. I think eventually things will will kind of pick up speed, just like the, the other leagues. Um, I do believe you're talking about something else, and I, I think we will get to it. Though. That's right. What's going on, Sex Panther? You know, the guys don't get to listen to the pre-show and don't, don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But I'm telling you, when, when it's time, when it's go time, right? Arch is like, all right, YouTube check, Twitch check, whatever else we're doing. Like every, I feel like we're forming Voltron. Like, just, you know, just twist the knob, push a button. It's like, okay, we're ready to go. Everybody shut up. Queue up. We're ready to go. I don't know what this fucking victory lap is about. I just left the casino this weekend and didn't lose money. So that's my victory that's lap. A, that's, that's a victory lap in of itself. Um, okay, real quick. USFL. It seems to me to be like uh, we're, we're, it's a hi- hybrid almost between real football and AAF. These are higher scores than we saw in AAF, but they're not quite the scores that people were hoping to see. Exactly. But I kind of like it being a little bit. I don't want this to be arena football. Mm-hmm. I want this to be as close to NFL football as possible, because, again, I, I want to consider this like a minor league version where they can work the rules and tweak things. And maybe they have a little bit of fun. I'm not saying set a guy on fire and send him out on the field like, the you know, the, the Savannah Bananas did. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But I want this to be closer to reality. So, for example, they had a, an amazing, amazing catch. I, uh, I forget which team it was. It wasn't the M, you know, the P words. It wasn't them. Uh, but but someone had this amazing catch, and he put his hand and forearm in bounds, and his body was out of bounds, but he held on to the ball. That was a catch. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he, yeah. he was down by contact in the field. His feet never touched. I don't, think his, I don't think, I think most of his body was out, but his arm and his and I'm like, well, yeah, he's down by contact in the field that, you know, catch. So, I mean, there's a couple of rule changes that they're working with that, that I, I dig. So if, if it can be as close to NFL as possible, then I think we're in good shape. And I, I I'm optimistic. I, I didn't hate the product on the field. OK, it, w- it wasn't unwatchable. I didn't get a chance to watch it this weekend. I probably will have a chance this upcoming weekend. Um, but you know the thing I'm finding hard to find because the four-letter network doesn't seem to be covering it 
It's like, I can't find any stats. I can't even find any scores. So do you have to go to like the Fox USFL Sports, website? Well, Fox Sports, Fox Sports has is doing it. it. Yeah, Fox Sports okay. has it all. Because, they, they, I mean, they're pretty much like the big uh, sponsors of it. If you, if you just like Google search Uf, USFL scores, you can find it. It, it brings you to uh, the the Fox uh, Fox Sports uh, channel, uh, you know, website, and then also uh, I think CBS Sports is also covering it too because it seems like this is this like a you know um, a little bit of a, a hybrid of these uh, covering it. But yeah, you, you, there's this stats over on FoxSports.com USFL stats, and and they have stats on the players and the teams and stuff like that. Uh, all the box scores, everything is I'll there. Put it up on so. screen as soon as I t- uh, yeah. clear, clear the Tia Carreri pin nude pics. Um, Oh, were you Bing searching again? Yeah, it was something a little uh, pre-show. Okay, so we were talking, talking about Wayne's World, and you were Bing searching. There we go. There's okay. there's the box scores. You yeah. see it? Yeah, it's, it's not bad score. Seventeen twenty three. That's a plausible score. Twenty eight twenty four. Yeah. Obviously, was the over. Seventeen twelve. A little lower. A little weird score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first score, Gami in in uh, in in USFL. It seems there he goes. Yeah. Uh, did you want to talk about basketball, Max? I had a feeling. I just you might. real, just, just just real quickly. Listen, I you know I I, I watched that Celtics game uh, and and a lot of it was frustration because I felt like the Celtics should have just decimated the Nets. There was a point in time where the Celtics were up by like fifteen points, and it just it looked like it was a bad matchup for Brooklyn because the Celtics play defense and Brooklyn just doesn't. Brooklyn has no interior defense right now. Uh, which comes to dot, 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 the end of the game. Brooklyn up by one, 10 seconds left. Uh, Celtics have a timeout, but they're, you know, Kevin Durant just fucking clanks this long ass three point. A great defense, by the way. They collapsed on Kyrie, uh, forced Durant to make this awful fucking shot. Uh, Horford gets the rebound, passes it out, and they move the ball down the court. No time. Yeah, they're not calling the timeout. Uh, Brown's got the ball. He kicks it over to, to, to Marcus Smart. Smart. Could have took took a three pointer. Could have taken a stupid fucking three pointer. But instead, sees Tatum cutting to the basket, hits him with this beautiful pass. Tatum kind of spins around Kyrie and does this like Dr. J layup. And as the fucking time expires, and I'm on the ground, I'm like screaming in my house, like holy shit, you know. And um, you know, my family comes in the room and is like, "What?" I was like, "Well, if this counts, this is one of the best fucking game winning shots I've seen in in a while." And it certainly did count. So, hell of a game. I think we're in for a great series here. That said, if Boston plays how they played for three quarters, and that's been a you know kind of a problem with the Celtics for a good chunk of the season, not since January, them playing four quarters of basketball. But if they can play four quarters of basketball, I think they have a good chance of winning this series. Yeah, I saw that, you know, that final end of the game there. And it was there was a couple of different opportunities. You know, Brown could have taken a shot. He kicked it over to Smart. Smart could have taken the shot. And what I mean, the move that the move that Tatum did was, I mean, just so veteran, so smooth. Like it was almost like he would when he caught it, he had his back to the ball, uh, the rim and the defender just kind of bit to the right. He's he's spins to his left that layup was so beautiful i i look the way vegas had it i know it was what a four-point game i thought boston was really going to beat the shit out of him and for 90 percent of the game they did um so you know like you said if they can play basketball for four quarters uh this this could be this could be uh, you know a, a real butt whooping but um 
or a Brooklyn hung in there, and it, it did look like it did look like uh, Boston was getting in Kyrie's head. Man, he just he's standing over there on the sideline. He's just mimic talking to himself and making little hand gestures. Look like the Celtics uh, fan base anyway might be in Kyrie's head a little bit. I think I think he, they definitely he, are. He, fl- he flipped them off too. I oh, that's that. a good he, sign. He, he, yeah. he flipped off like a ten-year-old kid. <laughs> so I mean, Kyrie's uh, de- definitely uh, he had a great game though. Uh, but defense is just look at this, look at this. He's like, up, oh, up, oh, oh. yeah, perfect, beautiful. <laughs> like, you know that that's a great angle right there. Um, just it, amazing, amazing game winning shot there. And you, you got to wonder if that's going to just like boost Boston's morale, um, or you know, hopefully they realize that they should have won this game by you know ten points. This should have been a 10-point win, uh, but they, they got the win nonetheless. Going to be a fun series. It's, yeah, I mean, you talk about a 2-7. Man, fuck. <laughs> you know, this is going to be a good one. Some, some of the other series I'm, I'm not too optimistic about. Though, hey, listen, Maxie's uh, uh, Minnesota T-Wolves mm. got it done against Memphis in game one on the road. Uh, that's that's going to be interesting. Uh, Dallas could be fucked. Dallas could just be done after today. Honestly, uh, it's, no, it's without, one of the worst Luka. series prices now for Dallas. Uh, Utah's minus 750 to win the series. That's putting them up there with uh, Miami and, you know, Milwaukee's obviously uh, minus 3,500. But whew, Dallas. Yeah, I, it's, it's not, I mean, Luke is going to miss today's game as well. Panther, I'm telling you this in advance. I already got the I already got the knowledge. Yeah, okay, you, you, got, you, got the, you got the memo. Um, uh, Bulls surprisingly kept it closer with the Bucks, but I mean the Bucks like to sleepwalk through the fucking first round anyway. They're they're gonna they're gonna eliminate the Bulls easily. It was the first round um, in the first two or three games in the next round, right? Yeah, Isn't that yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Atlanta looked gassed from having to play two extra games. We'll see if they can kind of come back and and take it to the Heat. Um, the Suns Suns did the Suns things. Uh, fucking Chris, uh, like I watched some of that game. Chris Paul was fucking goddamn unbelievable. It's 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 astounding to watch him and all those fucking banana boat guys that are sitting at home fucking, uh, you know, watching the playoffs and Chris Paul's out there fucking winning playoff games. So good on him. Uh, yeah. And I think we'll get into a couple of those other series when we talk about the NBA. But uh, that that Boston, I'm I'm still still in my mind of, of how how that play unfolded and how bad, you know, bad choices could have been made and they weren't. You know, there, as Panther alluded to, there could have been two or three bad shots and they waited and <laughs> it made me a little nervous that they didn't get the shot off in time, but it unfolded the way that it, it should have. And they got the best shot opportunity and they got the, the, the ball in the best player's hands. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if, if there's yeah. a guy that's going to win the game for you, you know, it's going to be Jason Tatum and then not to take anything away from Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart, who fucking are awesome and played big minutes. You get the ball into you know your Jordan's hands, and and right now you know Tatum is that team's Jordan. I got nothing to add. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about NBA today. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go over to the NBA. Uh, let's all right, I'm only betting one. Panther, are you gonna bet them all or? Uh, no, I'm betting two of them though. I'm yeah. staying off that uh, that Dallas game. Yeah, I don't like that one either. Uh, yeah, so I'll start off with the one I'm betting. Denver and Golden State. Real Warriors came out and played in, in game one. Denver just did not have a chance. So what does game two have in store? I expect more of the same. Uh, when Steph Curry is healthy and is playing, this team is just incredibly tough to beat. You got to look at this team, though. This There was three iterations of this team, maybe four. I'd say no, probably three. Is The first iteration did not have Klay Thompson in the beginning of the year. The second iteration didn't have uh, Draymond Green for a huge stretch of this year. 
The third iteration did not have Steph Curry for a good chunk of the year. They were still 31 and 10 at home, despite all of that. Uh, Denver, we know, has the possible MVP, the probable MVP and the two-time MVP, but not a ton of anything else. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. says that he's going to try to get back for this series. He's still not healthy. We know that Murray's, uh, Jamal Murray is going to be out. He's not making it back for the playoffs. Um, I just I I don't see Michael Porter Jr. Paul piercing his way into the fucking door this game. So uh, the Golden State should win this one. I think they I think they cover it. I think probably by double digits here, man. I think Golden State uh, holds holds home court, gets the win here. So I'll do the money line bet because I've been doing that all season. Ten dollar money line bet on the Warriors. Yeah, this is kind of what we've been waiting for all season. It's to see a healthier, healthy Warriors, uh, maybe not go against a unhealthy Nuggets. But you know, kudos to Yogic and his Nuggets to make it this far. They just they don't have the firepower. And there's a couple other names that you left out. You know, we know the big three and the stars, but Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins have really fit in with this rotation and the way they're playing. They're getting big minutes and big contributions for those guys. As long as the Warriors are healthy, I mean, this this series should not be close. I could see it being a four-game sweep. Uh, I'm going to lay the touchdown, though. I I think the Warriors do win big, so 10 bucks on the dubs. It's kind of surprising me looking at these numbers. Max, it's not not a lot of money, right, coming in on the Warriors? Not as much as you would think? Uh, I can can double-check that. that. I thought I saw something that made me question that um are we still getting six and a half yeah we I still it's it's hammering the warriors is it hammering the warriors hammering the warriors i would expect it to be like nine out of ten people putting money on the warriors um okay well it's it's not quite that it's not quite that <laughs> yeah we're getting maybe six- maybe subtract a person mm. Subtract a person like, from what you just like, said, and, and that is the number. Like uh, 89%, huh? <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. I'm going to lean the Warriors here in this one. Uh, no, we are getting six and a half. Fuck it. Then I'm going to say, yeah, I'm doing it. We can still get six and a half. I'm taking the Warriors minus six, seven. I'm a little worried about, but six and a half, I do think they win. I think they cover. Flip it to the money line, and people are just jumping all over the, uh, the value of the Nuggets, though. Right. Like, you know, pretty much single digit money on the Warriors uh, money line. Uh, everyone's just jumping on that value of the of the Nuggets uh, money line here. But but looking at the spread, it's yeah, it's overwhelming Warriors. So. All right. Um, next one up is uh, Toronto and Philly. Listen, you know, I I have it. I have it where I should be betting Philly. I like I ran the numbers, but I, I just I'm not going to eat that fucking chalk. Uh, looking at game one, Philadelphia just came out and, and did insane things. Uh, who, who was the who was the big guy? It was uh, Maxi, right? Maxi in game one was was the, the big guy in uh, Philly. Can he do that again? I don't know. If you if you think about guys named Maxi, um, you, you don't really think of uh, consistent performance. Um, I, I do think Philadelphia probably wins this one but i'm still loving that that toronto series bet toronto's gonna play better defense this game it's gonna be a hell of a lot closer so even though my numbers say philly i just my gut says that toronto's gonna keep this close so uh i'll lean philadelphia here but i would not be surprised if this is like a two or three point game yeah, I like Philly, too. I, I think Doc Rivers knows the situation. I think the Sixers are a, a smart team. It's a veteran team. Uh, they know the situation. Like, they're, they're going to Toronto for games, what, three, four? Is it three, four, 
three, four, and five. I don't remember how they do it, but they're going to Toronto. They won't have Mighty's Tybule. Uh, so it's important to get this game. Um, each one of these home games really is a must win for the 76ers. They really clamped down in that first game, took it to them. I expect more of the same here. The seven, seven and a half feels like too many, but I think the Sixers can get it done. I'm going to put my 10 bucks on Philly. Yeah, I'm leaning that way. It's just seven and a half seems maybe just a touch too many. I think Toronto keeps it a bit closer. Um, so, yeah, I'll lean Toronto in this one with that seven and a half with an eye on the under in this game. All right, last one real quick before we take a break. Uh, not not much to say here. I mean, uh, the Jazz have the Mavs exactly where they kind of want them. They won game one. There's no Luka in game two. I, I, I said it, I believe, uh, no Luka, no chance, right? And, and that's kind of my gut feeling here is the Jazz don't look great, though. I'm going to I'm going to dot dot dot. The Jazz do not look like a great basketball team right now. If you look at some of these other teams that are playing right now, if you know when the Jazz get out of this first round, uh, barring Luke Luca coming back 100 percent healthy, not going to happen and winning two on the road in Utah, probably not going to happen. Uh, the Jazz will move on in the playoffs, and I don't think that they are a necessarily playoff caliber or championship caliber team i'm hoping i'm wrong because i have got a huge fucking futures bet on utah to make it to the finals um but yeah i I think utah wins this one they probably cover it uh lean on the jazz you got to think that the injury is relatively significant. So, um, look, they played really close that first game. It was a six-point loss without Luka. So I don't know if I buy into the no Luka, no chance. This Utah team is dysfunctional, and Jason Kidd's got these maps playing pretty good. I give them a puncher's chance, but I, I want the points. But this isn't one I'm betting on. I'm leaning Dallas with the points, but it's a no play for me. Yeah, I'm leaning Jazz here, uh, minus the five and a half. Couldn't quite get there this is a game i definitely want to be watching uh live bet wise um so yeah uh i do agree that the jazz seem to have dallas's number but the jazz just aren't uh, firing on all cylinders right now either so yeah just a lean for me on the jazz let's take a break all right, let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. How does Odds Jam work? Step one, process odds. Odds Jam processes over 1 million odds a minute to find the select few profitable betting opportunities. Step two, receive notifications. Odds Jam notifies you of said opportunities in real time. Step three, you place your bets. Place your bets on multiple sportsbooks to cover all possible outcomes. That way, no matter who wins, you win. That is Odds Jam in a nutshell. Use the link in the description and beat the book every time with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What are we looking at in hockey? Can't be much. Uh, <laughs> not much. No, uh, I only got one game, and it's a, listen, I I have bet on the New Jersey Devils every so often, and while my winning percentage on them is not high. I am very profitable betting on the New Jersey Devils this season, mostly because I sometimes get them right at these big plus lines like this one today. Vegas, uh, listen, I, I have them winning this game, but it's close. It's a lot closer than this line is showing. Nico Dawes is going to be in goal. Now, he, he did end up losing that one to Seattle. His last time out of broke his little win streak. Trust me, I know. But I still like this New Jersey Devils team when he is in goal. Uh, Vegas coming home from a road trip, only three and two at home following a road trip of three or more games this season. And in general, just not been a dominant home team. 21, 14 and three this year. You see some of those really dominant home teams that, that you know, barely lose. Uh, and, and Vegas ain't one of them right now, uh, which is which is crazy because they used to be that that way. I think the value is all over New Jersey here. Again, I do not have them winning this one, but I was getting, what, plus 255 before. I don't know if I'm still getting that. I could probably, oh, maybe 260? Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. Uh, $10 bet on the Devils. A little bit of a flyer here. Yeah, but it's about the only play because you're not going to lay minus 300 and change on Vegas right now. They're, just, they, they're playing better than they did for the first two-thirds of the season, but it's still not a team that you really can embrace and and trust. So I think the value is New Jersey. I'm not on it, but I'll give you moral support. How's that? Yeah, why not? Let's take a shot here. <laughs> it seems that's the only play in that game. Yeah, I mean, I almost was on that Stars-Canucks game. I kind of like Dallas in that one, but the Canucks have actually been playing some really good fucking hockey, and they're at home, and, and Dallas is not at home. I almost bet Dallas on that. Panther, are you on that one or are you on anything else? That, that is the game I'm on. You know, I, I thought I look at Dallas at Vancouver. And my first inclination was Dallas. I mean, they're not great on the road, but they're better than average. But recency, I mean, you hit it right on the head. Vancouver is playing out of their mind and Vegas agrees by making them just the slightest of favorites at home. So that's where I want to be. Ten bucks on the Canucks. I love it's, that play. It's moving yeah. though. I love it's, that it's play. moving though. Yeah, you know, uh, I think you get a plus line on on, on the Canucks right now. One hundred three, one hundred four, maybe one hundred five, depending where you hunt it down. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, again, I, I, Canucks playing really good fucking hockey right now. So hard to argue. I've got Dallas ever so slightly winning this one, um, but yeah, hard hard to argue that value play on the Canucks. <clears throat> is that is that it for you on hockey? That's it. Let's go to baseball, Max. What do you got? Only got a pair in baseball too, so uh, I'll maybe I'll talk wow. slower if I need to. Uh, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee. We were looking at the chart before the show. You posted a chart, Arch. Uh, <laughs> where's my vulnerability? The, should I post where's it in the book club? Yeah, I'll post it in the book club. <laughs> yeah, where's my what, where's my biggest vulnerability? It's the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, a few weeks into the MLB season, and the Pirates are a half game out of first place in the NL Central, and the Brewers find themselves in fourth place. Now, the way I say it is a bit dramatic, considering we're only talking about a 10-game sample pool, but still, it doesn't make my statement any less true. Milwaukee has struggled out of the gate, and a lot of that has to do with their hitting. The Pirates, on the other hand, uh, they've been opportunistic, and and you know maybe they're showing that they're a bit better than the truly shitty teams in this league, because 
they've been beating the truly shitty teams in this league right now. Um, I expect in a few weeks the spots in the standings will be flip flopped, and if not, I mean heads are going to roll in Wisconsin. Uh, fucking Brewers cannot be behind the goddamn Pirates in the standings for this game, though. I think the value is all over fucking Pittsburgh. Uh, I think they're going to keep their offense going. Um, and, and I think they have the opportunity to do so against the definitely not the staff ace of the Brewers, Eric Lauer. Um, $10 bet on Pittsburgh. Now look, if Pittsburgh's going to get one, I think this is the one because uh, Lauer has not pitched well in the early going. And I'm a big fan of Zach Thompson. Remember him coming out of Miami? He pitched well for the, the Marlins last year. And I think he could end up being the staff ace for the Pirates, this is kind of the one that will get the series going. Uh, I agree with you. I think the Brewers win, so I couldn't really get there, but uh, moral support on the Pirates. Yeah, this is one I definitely want a piece of. You're giving me 157 with the Pirates, who I think actually have maybe a 51% chance to win the game. Absolutely, Nuts. I'm taking it. Yeah, give me Pittsburgh pl- uh, for 10 bucks. That's You're welcome. I saved you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, next one, last enough for me. Let's talk the Angels and the Astros. Uh, Astros finally have a home opener. They spent their first nine games of the season on the road. Anaheim continuing their road trip. They won their last three in a row, beating the Texas Rangers. Uh, based on a very small sample size this season, um, I, I would say it's a pretty good pitching matchup. Both Lorenzen and Garcia have looked fairly good in their previous starts. Uh, we'll, we'll see if they can sustain that. So, I mean, there's going to be a drop off from both these guys, but let's see how if they can sustain and be, you know, decent pitchers for both teams. Uh, Angels bats, they've looked good so far, but I, I would say that we've seen a boost against that terrible fucking Texas pitching. Houston has not looked like their trash can banging selves, but they are now at home where the trash cans can come out. Uh, it is a bit chalky, but I think Houston holds the fort today, gets their home opener, $10 bet on the Astros. Yeah, part of Houston's problem is they're missing some of their key pieces, particularly Jordan Alvarez, who is a you know 40 home run machine. He's been out, and he'll still continue to be out tonight. But you're dead, you're dead right on this pitching matchup. Michael Lorenzen could actually be the second best pitcher on his Angels team, and I think Luis Garcia, you know, when Verlander steps away and maybe you're witty, hell, I think Garcia might even be better than you witty. This kid, we saw him the last couple of years. He can pitch really, really well. Um, but I like the Angels here with that plus line. I think this is kind of a coin flip game and i'm getting enough plus line to take a flyer so 10 bucks on the boys from anaheim Uh, i don't hate this is funny i don't hate your angels play i'm flip-flopping on this game an awful lot i'm leaning the astros here in this one i couldn't quite come to a decision that uh, resulted in a bet so uh, lean, lean on the astros here all right panther what else you got Good God, I got four more. Let's talk about Tampa Bay going to the Cubs. And the early going, but we've seen this before, the early going, the Rays are not playing really well, and they're not pitching really well. But they're going against a Cubs team, that, especially with Kyle Hendricks, who I think is their staff ace. Say that in a sentence and feel good about it. Uh, I think the Rays can get correct. Now, small disclosure here, it's fucking snowing up here. I'm in Chicago now, so this game might not even get played, but I like the Rays here, so 10 bucks on Tampa. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you in this one. I, th- I think the, the Tampa going up to the cold weather in, in, in Chicago, uh, Cubs have kind of shown that even, even as bad as they are at home, they, they can win some games. 
that plus line was very, very tempting for me. Uh, I'm going to lean the Cubs with that plus line here, but uh, I, I couldn't bet this one. Plus 130. I think there's, I think all the values on the Cubs. I think they have a real shot to win this game. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Cubbies plus 130 in a game that's going to get snowed out. Yeah, probably so. Now, I do have a, a value play, a plus line that I like, and that's the Phillies at the Rockies. I think if you guys have seen some of my Discord posts, the book club posts and what, we're, we're fuck the Phillies right now. You bitches can't beat the Marlins. I can't trust you to go into Denver and beat the Rockies. I think this line is inflated. Aaron Nola's considered, I think, one of the elite pitchers, and he really is not. This guy is a little better than average, and I think he's definitely going to struggle in Denver. And the Rockies aren't as bad as some teams or some people might have thought they were. I think there's all the values on the Rockies here at home. Give me 10 bucks on the boys from Denver. My, my gut reaction as I'm entering the, the numbers into my spreadsheet this morning is seeing, oh, Rockies plus line, Philadelphia, instant bet on the Rockies. But then one's actually made fucking final numbers, uh, uh, spat something out and said, uh, lean Phillies. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, uh, I think the Phillies offense is going to show up in Colorado. Uh, it hasn't, I mean, it should have been showing up in fucking Philadelphia where it's like the size of a goddamn shoebox, but I think. If you're looking for a get-right area for the Phillies offense, this could be it. I'm going to lean the Phillies here, but I, it's hard for me to argue the way that the Rockies have been playing at home with a plus line. Moral support on that angle, but I think you're going to lose. <laughs> I'm going to lean the Rockies with you. I think there's enough value there to, to warrant a lean on my end. Maybe not a bet. One point five moral support. Yeah, right. Uh, let's talk about my, let's talk about my Homer Reds. You know. When the GM comes out and says, where are you going to go? You know, just kind of, you know, kind of baiting the fans or whatever. Well, maybe your fucking team should put up some runs. I think they've scored a grand total of nine runs in the last six games, and they haven't won any of them. Now they're going to San Diego. Uh, they're going to put the rookie on the bump. Maybe he gets a little bit better results pitching-wise. But, God, this Reds team cannot hit right now. They're not scoring any runs, and I think they'll find it tough sledding against Sean Manea in San Diego, eating a little bit of chalk. But, honestly, I think I could have ate more chalk here on the Padres. The Reds are just playing like shit. $10 on the Fathers. Hard to argue. I'm truly, truly 100% moral support here. I I do have uh, San Diego winning this one. I couldn't quite get there to trigger a bet. I do like Manea out on the mound for them. Uh, I, San Diego's kind of been a blind spot for me this year. I expected them in going into the season to not be as good. But then when I run my numbers, my numbers say that they should be pretty good. I, I'm going to lean the Padres here. But uh, until I can get a little bit more data to see which Padres team this actually is, I don't know if I'm going to be bet- betting them for a while. I like the Padres today. I agree that they are a little Jekyll and Hyde-ish, but it's Cincinnati. That's a that's a cure-all, I think, for for maybe a, a multiple personality, multiple personalities on a team. I'm going to jump on it with you, Panther. I'm going to put ten bucks on the Padres minus one sixty-seven. I like it. Yeah, that, I I didn't think the Reds would be a hundred loss team, but now I'm starting to think they might. Uh, sure uh, one last game for me. We're going to look at the Braves at the Dodgers. Defending World Series champs are really the pure definition of bipolar. They put all their runs in like their wins, right? Score nine runs here, 12 runs here. And when they lose, they're not scoring at all. One run, two runs. They're just not being very consistent. And they probably have 
their weak link in their pitching rotation going today in Hayaskar going against future Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw. I know we beat on Kershaw a lot, but in the early part of the season, he gets it done. I think the Dodgers take care of business. Arch, I need you to find me an alt-run line here, but uh, minus the 1.5, $10 on the Dodgers. I was kidding aside. I, I was literally about to say, like, you probably run line the Dodgers here. I I think you. It's not a bad play. Uh, I my numbers say that they probably win by you know more than two runs. Um, yeah, this Atlanta team not looking the best, but they didn't look like the best early last year either, and they came around. So maybe that's it. They're biding their time, waiting for the Mets to collapse so they can seize on the fucking uh, NL East there. Uh, moral support lean on the LA Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, it looks like minus one, one and a half runs is minus one hundred one. Okay, it's better than minus one ninety. You're done, I assume. Yeah, I'm done. That's it. You have a take on that game? Do you like? Do you? Oh, do you, yeah, I'm gonna lean the, lean the Dodgers. They're gonna win. I just didn't want to yeah. throw down, you so, know, two hundred eight. So much goddamn chalk. Uh, uh, Minnesota's going to Boston. I like the Red Sox today. Only a minus 140 against the Twins team. I think they're going to beat again. So give me the Red Stockings. Tons of moral support. I I, I wanted to jump on this one as well, but uh, fractions, fractions of the points. And right now, like I don't, I I can't play with fractions. I'm not taking that. I'm risk averse right now. Uh, but I I yeah, I have Boston winning and and basically covering here. Uh, if I kind of close one eye and squint the other. So a lean on the Red Sox. Yeah, if you've listened to Panther for the last couple of years when we talk baseball, I'm very pitcher-centric when I get to my plays, and I didn't like either one of these pitchers. So if you call that a toss-up, I'll, give, I'll like Boston just because they're at home. So a lean on the Red Sox. One last play for me. Uh, the White Sox are playing Cleveland. Little uh, little divisional play here. I think Cleveland is maybe a, a bargain at only minus 118. I think the Gardenians will take care of business. I'm going to put my 10 bucks on them. No, man, I, I kind of have this as a 50-50 game. And in those 50-50 games, I'll, I'll definitely go towards the, the plus line here. Uh, I'm going to lean the White Sox in this one. I think it's going to be pretty close. And, and another team, like the Gardenians, we know who they can, what they can do to the lesser teams in the league. Uh, we kind of know what they can do against the better teams in the league. I just don't know where the White Sox kind of fit in all of that right now. So a lean on the White Sox. Well, I think that what we're seeing from the Gardenians right now is they can't hit against really good pitching. So I guess the question is, uh, is this really good pitching for the White Sox today? Um, I, look, they, they struggled against the Giants for that entire series. What they managed, like four runs in a three-game series. So they, they really need to get high. It's going to be cold in Cleveland. They're probably going to get some snow. I don't even know if this thing gets played, but uh, I'm leaning the White Sox. All right. That's it for me. So what do we talk about today? We did not talk about the Giants-Mets, much to Sex Panthers relief. Um, we talked about USFL. We talked about the NBA, where it all sits. NBA playoffs heating up. Uh, hockey and baseball, Max. That is it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android iOS. Listen to anything about our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen at. Please, highest rating, kind of subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Join our Patreon. $25 a month. That's the book club. You get access to all those picks and all that stuff. Panther, take us home. I'll take you home with a DJ and parlay. Max, who you like? Oh, I think it's my one baseball play would be the add some value, some plus line value. The Pirates. Let's take the Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates. Arch. Give me the Cubs. 
Cubbies. Uh, the one thing that I like I like the most today actually is the Golden State Warriors. I think they take care of business. So I'm going to put the Golden State Warriors with your guys' Pirates and the Cubbies. Put those three together. That's your D-Gen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter. But mostly, I can't even tell you guys how much it's been Discord, the book club. It's I wake up to like 19 notifications. It's crazy. So get on there. Shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend. What you're going to do tonight when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.